grote ervaring. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Congresswoman Virginia Fox, uh, talking about you, said, uh, she who thinks she leads but has no followers is only taking a walk. Liz, I am afraid you are only a woman taking a walk. Does she have a point? I mean, there, were, there was really nobody that came to your defense. I mean, there were a couple of members, Adam Kinzinger, Ken Buck. You were, you were pretty much alone on this. It's your boy here, Scott from Woke Societies. Welcome into the show, everybody. We've been hunting for rhinos, and we got another one today. It's all but almost over. Welcome in. It is episode number 287. Hello to everybody over on Rumble, on Odyssey, and also on the best online platform, the foxhole.at slash pill.net. Great to see everyone here. Hoping everyone had a great weekend. Everyone had an enjoyable Monday. How are you all feeling today? I'm feeling pumped up. We are going to be uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff. Going to be breaking down the pit, and also going to be giving you guys updates on what's going on with Trump and the FBI, and of course, going to be talking about Liz Cheney. As far as I know, I don't know what's going on out in Alaska yet, but I did see last time that Sarah pa uh, Palin is in the lead. I'm not sure I'm Murkowski, but we'll have to get an update. Maybe you guys give me one on that, but I definitely know Liz Cheney is getting destroyed. Destroyed! Absolutely obliterated. Um, it's absolutely hilarious. We're going to be covering it all, guys. So much fun stuff. I got a bunch of random stuff I need to go through with you guys uh, at the end of the show. Going to be breaking down the events that happened on Saturday. If you guys missed the pit stream, we're going to get it all, guys, and I have some amazing Little dig that's been started here by Johnny Q, the co-host of Diddy Style Overall from the Foxhole. Going to be showing you guys all that stuff, all the information that's been coming out of the pit. So we're all going to be on the same page. You haven't missed a thing. 
and it's going to be fantastic. And of course, funny ass shit injected throughout the entirety of the show. But let's first say hi to everyone here. What do we got? Oh, let's see. Ooh, ooh, I like this. I like this. Let's put the pause button on the chat. Let's say hi to everybody. Donkey Punch, what up, friend? I see Wise Mom Bear, Tea Time Rose hanging out. Maggie May, 17's coming for you. Dice Man's here. I see KH Farmer making a uh, making his home a new beach out in uh, out where he lives. Great to see you, friend. Uh, what do we got? Video Demon Slayer. We got Ryder, Texas Bear. Great to see you as well. Uh, who else? We got Orianda. Let's go, Brandon. Sunny day. Great to see you. We got Trick Pony. Riders in the house. I see Atlas, Tennessee Girl. I see Reneo 304. We also got Ramona. Ramona's in the house. What up, Debbie Ann? Who else we got here? Who else? Oh, one leg. Oh, one leg. What's up, friend? <laughs> Wicked age. Uh, that's some new names I'm seeing here. This is fantastic. Who else we got here? We got Carrie Lakes in the house. R. Cogburn. Putting low. Mermaid Q is hanging out with us. Great to see you, Mermaid. Uh, who else we got? Who else we got? I just want to make sure we don't repeat anyone. Effin Scottish, great to see a friend. It wasn't me. Purple Pixies in the house. Who else? Who else? It wasn't me again. Oh man, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> M 1911 Zoom Thumberhawk. We got 23 Anon hanging out with us as well. And Scorch. And I have scrolled all the way back through the end of the chats there. Wonderful. We are killing it on time right now. We got A Parks in the house. Slide me with one hanging out with the Rumble Chest. Area vs. Cyber X Speed. Patriot Alley. Or Ally. <laughs> yeah. Eric 17 Nava. I can't wait to read the news blitz. I already can't read shit. Java Nuts. Gaffer Anon. Sicily is me. T Bod's hanging out. American Alp Rose. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Thank you guys so much for the Gold Pale support. Keep it rush in here guys we had such a great time on such a great time on the locals chat yesterday which by the way guys we added four more local subscribers to the list you guys are already on there i did it as soon as you guys popped in yesterday four new local subscribers fam we are almost at 125 we are almost at my goal i wanted to be at 125 by the end of the month we are about we are nine away nine local subscribers away from hitting that amazing goal and we're going to hit it. We're going to hit it. I know we are. Things are ramping up. I hope you guys are having a great time. I hope you guys are enjoying yourselves. And uh, Johnny's in the chat. My man, is. Uh, he gave me some great information. All the digs you're going to see are majority are from Johnny here. Always give credit where credit is due. Always for sure. So great to see you, Johnny, in the chat. Love to see you, friend. Let's get into the news blitz, shall we, fam? We have a lot to do today. Yeah, there we go. Let's get into it, shall we? I hope you guys are ready. For all you Catholics out there, I hope you guys know you're a bunch of domestic terrorists, especially the Catholics that love, that absolutely love to wear rosary beads. Shit is just getting out of control. This is coming out of the Atlantic, and the headline reads, How Extremist Gun Culture is Trying to Co-Opt the Rosary. Why are sacramental beads suddenly showing up next to AR-15s online? Let's, this is written by Daniel Pennington, guaranteed you he's a virgin. Just as the AR-15 rifle has become a sacred object for Christian nationalists in general, the rosary has acquired a militaristic meaning for radical traditional or rad trad Catholics. On this extremist fringe, rosary beads have been woven into a conspir- uh, conspiratorial uh, politics and absolutist gun culture. 
These are on radical traditionalists have taken up a spiritual notion that the rosary can be a weapon and the fight against evil and turned it into something dangerously little. And this is why, you know, fam, they were catching so much backlash that this is the now updated photo of the photo they used for the headline because before, this is what it did look like. And they loved, they tried to use bullet holes as the rosary beads itself with the, uh, with the cross on the bottom, of course. I wonder why they changed that, ladies and gentlemen. Do you think they were feeling the heat or a lot of outrage from people um, that came across this? Fam, when you start to see the commies starting to go after religion like they are, you know they're trying to usher in the communisms, as we all know, is exactly what they're trying to do. For all my Catholics out there, give the establishment a big fuck you, and of course, a big fuck you to the Atlantic. Rosary beads are now extremist symbols. What, what else is going to be on the docket for tomorrow as the new updated symbol for hate? It's unbelievable. Let's get over to the Gateway Pundit. New York City doctor who sexually abused patients hangs himself in Rikers Island Jail. Let's give a huge shout out to, uh, to pedophiles and women rapists here. A New York City doctor who was convinced in July of sexually abusing his patients hanged himself in Rikers Island Jail. Everyone can celebrate this. Dr. Ricardo Grusini. 67 years old, hung himself in a common shower area on Monday, and Crusani, who was a neurologist, was arrested in July for raping and molesting female patients after dosing them with strong painkillers. Sexual abuse charges are dating back to 2013, and it looks like six of his victims testified against him in Manhattan court. Too much for him to handle, and he offed himself and did the old Jeffrey Epstein out in a Manhattan jail out in Rockers Island. Um, he probably deserved it. Anyways, moving on. Let's go over here to Becker News. Quadruple vaccinated Pfizer CEO admits he has po- he has tested positive for COVID-19. <laughs> I couldn't even get through the headline, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, I recreated my Facebook and I've been getting uh, putting out more spicier uh, posts over there. And I, I was just I was just trying to convey to my little audience over there. This is my personal. This is even woke society stuff. But all the high school friends and all the bullshit that people were uh, saying I. I was committing atrocities to my local community by speaking out against the vaccines, speaking out against the lockdowns and COVID and everything else. I plastered this shit everywhere because when you have the Pfizer of uh, the CEO of Pfizer testing positive after being quadruple vaccinated, what else is there to laugh at this point? <laughs> and he admitted the embarrassing news on Monday morning in a Twitter post, but he did not hesitate to shamelessly plug the copy and paste bullshit of how he's so thankful, so thankful for the COVID jab that he's received four doses and he's feeling well and he's experiencing very mild symptoms and he's isolating having to start a course of Paxlovid. And oh, by the way, all, all of a sudden, everyone's starting to gear themselves in the media and uh, the CEOs of these big uh, these big pharma companies, they're all going to Paxlovid. The same shit that Joe Biden and Anthony Fauci took. And of course, this is one of Anthony Fauci's premier um, cures or supplements to help with COVID-19. Isn't that interesting? But when you have the CEO of Pfizer testing positive for COVID, we all know what this is about and how right we all were. And the best, the best response I could find on Twitter for this one is from Sander Van Damier. This is like the CEO of Durex being thankful for wearing a condom despite his wife getting pregnant. And I absolutely (laughs) love it. And more L's being posted by the lefty retards. You have Greg here with a beautiful, beautiful rainbow flag emoji next to his name. We all know where this is going. 
And he writes, I have many regrets in my life, but none that compare to this as he is graciously providing an amazing picture of this botched, fucked up tattoo on his shoulder with the coronavirus, with the date and a band-aid of 3-16-2021 with the J&J. And he, the fact that he even put this online in the first place is absolutely horrible. But the fact that he even posted this out after the fact, I'll give him some credit, but you're still a libtard. And he looks like he is regretting this in his life. And the fact that you went out of your way to post the day that you got a shot in your arm. <laughs> I don't know if you're into dudes or not. Any, not anybody. Nobody putting anything in you, my friend. Nobody. You can't post a tattoo like that and not expect to get dragged. Absolutely amazing. If you guys didn't know, it looks like there's been a huge trend of COVID going around. Austin, uh, Lloyd Austin here. Being quadruple vaccinated as well, also tested positive, and we're going to find out a little bit later on. Joe Biden also has the Rona, and it just keeps on going. And oh, by the way, some great news coming out here from Fox Business. Healthcare workers are fired, that were fired of the vaccine mandate, are now being awarded $10 million in the settlement. I think this is out of Chicago, and I would have to imagine uh, this was this was headed on by the doctors themselves because you know you're not going to be getting any kind of help from any kind of politician, especially in a cucked out Dem state or even like a place like uh, like like Chicago. Don't know exactly where this was, but healthcare workers are going up and putting up lawsuits now after the CDC changed their guidelines and pretty much said if you're vaccinated or not vaccinated, um, it doesn't really matter on the outcome. It's all kind of bullshit, and they did it quietly amongst all the news with, uh, with Trump and the FBI. Good thing we're paying attention on, on, on channels like this. But if you were somebody out there that got fired or let go because of this, man, I'd be looking at my options because this sets precedent, and maybe you can get some of that money back or maybe get your money back and the job. I see Fuji Cash out there. I know I showed you this yesterday on the locals, but for all my California patriots, it looks like even the recall elections out in California are rigged as well. There was a recall effort for the Soros DA out of Los Angeles County. And look at the bullshit that went down here. Right here in the middle paragraph, it says, based on the examination and verification, which was conducted in compliance with the statutory and regulatory requirements of the California government code, elections code and code of regulations, 520,000 signatures were found to be valid and almost 200,000 signatures were found to be invalid. All of a sudden, almost 200,000 were being invalid. And to qualify for the recall, the petition only required required 566,000 valid signatures. And they were able to get 200,000 off the ballot here. Therefore, the petition has failed to meet the sufficiency requirements and no further action shall be taken on the petition. Everything is cucked out in California, just like it's cucked out in New York. How can you sit here and tell me how they just missed the vote by 40,000 votes and they found almost 200,000 signatures to be invalid? You can't make this shit up. And moving on over here to military.com. This is very interesting. has all the devolution peeps going up in arms here. Space Force is taking over all military satellite communications and this is an unprecedented move the army transferred some of its satellite operations to the space force on monday marking the latest move to reorganize and grow the youngest military branch in addition to control of the communication satellites 500 people transfer from the army space and missile defense command base in huntsville alabama 
to Shriver Space Force in Colorado as part of the expansion. Quote, this historic transfer from the Army to the Space Force will mark the first time all Department of Defense military satellite communication functions have been consolidated under a single military service, the Space Force wrote in a press release. This is going to be a transfer of $78 million of its budget to the Space Force for 2022 to help expand the service's infrastructure. So it's a cool move by the military. This shows you the more the more of the importance of Space Force that Donald Trump was able to get in under his presidency. Very interesting to see if anything plays out with that. And coming out of Mexico, Tijuana was crazy. They almost shut down all of the border crossings, the legal ones at the, at the border entry as well, because the cartels are going crazy. And now it looks like Mexico is done and over with, with the cartels and the civilians. This was coming out of the war room just yesterday. They are now going to be charging some of these cartel members for the first time ever as terrorists. Listen to this. Breaking news and nobody else has it. Right now, the government of Mexico has taken over nine arrests. Out of the nine arrests, four of them has been transferred to City of Mexico to be judged on the first time in history, Mr. Bannon, for the first time that they're going to be charged on the on the grounds of terrorism. For the first time in history, Mexico is going to be putting grounds of terrorism on four criminals, on four individuals that have been taken away the peace from the Mexican citizens. This is a complete attack on the Mexican citizens. It's a complete attack of our peace, of our freedom. And it is the most aggravated thing is that it's next door to the United States of America, sir. Absolutely fantastic to see the Mexican uh, government military stepping up and assistance saying enough's enough of these terrorists. I hope at some point there's going to be a time here that we get Trump back and we label these cartels as terrorist organizations and we use the full might of our military to take out these cartels. How amazing would that be and how amazing would that make our country that much safer? Because with all the fentanyl coming in, it's killing. It is an epidemic of itself, more than COVID ever will be. And it's still happening today. And the last story I want to just touch on, guys, for all of my animal lovers out there, this is absolutely horrific. From the post-millennial, for the first time ever, a dog catches monkeypox from French gay owners. And thing is, Dodgers have reported the first ever confirmed case of monkeypox that spread to a dog potentially through its owners. A gay couple calling into question whether pets should be isolated from own owners diagnosed with the virus. This is coming out of a medical journal called The Lancet on June 10th. And the two men went to Petit Salpetriere Hospital in Paris, France, with the men complaining of anal ulcerations and rashes that had spread. And unfortunately, somehow, someway, uh, the dog ended up getting anal ulcerations as well. And as the only thing we can think of at this point, fam, is... Well, how'd the dog get it, right? I think we can all kind of figure that out. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, is today's News Blitz. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. I got to show you guys a picture of uh, the worst monkeypox that I have seen to date. And it's not in anyone's junk. It's actually in someone's face. So we're gonna be, I'm going to be saving that. Saving that monkey aids for everyone for a little bit later towards the end of the show. Because we have, fam, we have a lot to cover from over the weekend. Catch you guys up on everything happening today. And then bring us to most recently with Liz Cheney and the Rhinos out in Wyoming, Alaska. And it's going to be absolutely fantastic. And I got a bunch of random funny stories at the end. 
that we're going to inject into the show. It's absolutely fantastic. Let's get to these donations because you guys have been pouring them in. Wise Mom Bear starting out the show. Great to see you out there. Thank you for the cookie. River Pike with the cookie. Donkey Punch, I got you, friend. Donkey Punch, little cookie. Welcome back, Tom Ford. Hope your mom is doing well. Thank you, Donkey Punch. And says, fuck Liz Cheney. Orianda, love the memes. Yes, and 17's coming for you. Dropping me major cookie love. Dice Man with a cookie. Miss Piggy, not Cheney woke. <laughs> whatever. You guys can go whatever you want. It's not going to matter. As soon as today is over, she will be non-existent for the time being. Donkey Bunch, thank you for the cookie. Welcome to all the new members of the family. Welcome in. I'm seeing a bunch of new names on the Foxhole, which is great. Johnny, my man, thank you for the phone. Yo, Scott, Donkey Punch, look at you. Don't forget to call your mother. 17's with a cookie. Uh, Texas with the shades, my fave. Thank you, uh, Texas Cupage. River Pug with the cookie. Kicking some ass today, Scott. We're going to be kicking that ass all day, my friend. Popcorn the can this Saturday and Sunday is the Lindell Summit. He is streaming uh, Lara Logan's movie Saturday evening. Will you show it Saturday? Popcorn, I didn't even know that uh, was going on. Um, I'm going to look into it. I didn't even know uh, Lara Logan was doing anything like that. I'm going to have to look into that. Um, we'll see. Dungy Punch the cookie and major cookies. Thank you so much. I live in Huntsville, Alabama. Awesome, Dunky Punch. Thank you for that love, my friend. Average Joe Patriot. Throw me a can. Don Lemon and Michael Cohen spread monkey box of dogs. Fact check. <laughs> Thank you, Joe, my man. Make sure you guys catch Average Joe's show. Uh, it's usually uh, weeknights at 10 p.m. Central, I believe. So, guys, make sure you go check them out. And Fuji Cash is already dropping me major, major gold pill bombs here. 24,000 gold pills. There was about a 30% signature reject. For the gas can recall as opposed to 1% reject for mail-in ballots. Mm, I wonder I wonder if there's uh, any funny business going on there, Fuji Cash. What a fucking joke. And you know what's even worse, Fuji? I forgot to include this in the news blitz, but did you guys hear that Starbucks, the union for Starbucks itself, is going or is rallying against getting rid of mail-in, uh, mail-in votes for their own union votes because they found it was riddled with corruption? And yet... The corporation Starbucks itself was one of the biggest and loudest proponents for mail-in balloting for 2020, but yet they want they found all this fraud and their own union voting, and now they want to get rid of mail-in voting altogether amongst their own corporation and business. Oh man. Oh man, God has such a great sense of humor, doesn't he? It's unbelievable. Thank you, Fuji, for that 24,000 gold pills. Fox with the cookie. Thank you, friend. What's up, dude? Blue eyes wide open. The cookie always lurking. Love the show. Thank you guys. For those cookies. We're almost at 30,000 gold pills and we just got the show started, fam. We're going to be going through what happened at the pit, my takes on it, and a lot of the information that Johnny was able to uh, dig up along with what everybody now in this community is digging up on particular companies that have possible relations to the CCP and why was the pit cut off in the afternoon section. We're going to go into it all and we're going to break it all down. Thank you guys for the gold pills over there. You guys keep doing that. Everyone over on Rumble, keep throwing me your Rumble rants. You guys can donate as well over on that live stream. You guys just go right over here. It's right in the chat. You hit that money bag and boom, you can donate right there. It's so simple, so easy. So simple and so easy. Um, you guys got to step up your game to match that foxhole chaos over there. And for everyone else, you guys can do buy me a coffee. Your message will literally pop up right over here on the screen. And you guys can also do cash app. It all goes the same place. And I super, super appreciate that. So with that being said, fam, I have this great little meme video here of Trump and Mr. Gar- Merrick Garland. With that being said, fam, enjoy this. I'll see you on the other side of the intro. Take a watch.
Now, on the one hand, there's a long dormant piece of me now awake that wants so very badly to play this out. Right. I burned it. All of it. Everything you have. Had. Everything you had. I'm shocked! You should have seen it go up. <laughs> it was something. I mean, this doesn't make us even. Because after all, you came to my house, which you know you don't fucking do! For tuning in to the land of the real But it's like the twilight zone The plan is surreal It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed Bring your thoughts to light All the plans they conceal Grab your flashlight It's time to go down the rabbit hole It's dark and hell is hot Dealing with satanic souls The tide is turning Patriots and now in control Apply aggressive pressure right now Until they fold Stay woke Open up your eyes and keep them healed All they do is lie Realize how everything is real Through Project Looking Glass The future is revealed Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Won't society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now, enjoy the show. Severe non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow. Do you think that she is going to win? I I think the chances are very slim. <laughs> oh, they can always sell for Liz Cheney for just such a amount of time. They just, oh man, it's terrible. Welcome in, guys. Welcome in. It's episode number 287. Welcome to the show, Woke Societies. Your host, Scott here. Going to be bringing you guys some amazing, amazing content. Great to have everyone here. We're going to be catching up everyone on the pit right now. Takes and everything. Takes and all. We got to dive into so much other shit as well today. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Liz Cheney is on her way out as far as I know. It's not even close. It's not even close. And Trump is almost on his way to completely eradicate the rhinos that voted for his impeachment. It's going to be wonderful. Let's say hi to everyone here real quick that also donated over the break there. Thank you, Master Goldsmith, for that cookie. Appreciate it, friend. Cost observer of the cookie with a late fee. Oh, yeah. Call. You already know, friend. You know you got to pay up. Thank you, friend. And Curly Kaylee, late as usual, but she dropped the fleet, so we'll take it. Thank you so much. I made it. (laughs) JR Meat with a can. It's JR Big Meat. Oh, yes. It's so funny. JR Meat's over on the locals chat. And I every time, every time I think about it, I think of Junior Meat. And you guys know where I'm going with that. Thank you, JR, for um for making sure that I know that it's big now. I appreciate the can, my friend. <laughs> and Donkey Punch with the cookie. I just wanted to thank Fuji Cash again for the support. Yes, everyone. Fuji Cash is the angel donor on this channel. Um, she's just great. Absolutely love her. And Thank you, uh, Donkey Punch with the Cookie. Love you, Fujicast. Share with them with 200 gold pills. Oriando with the can. Fuck Cheney Dynasty. Bye, bitch. It's all coming down. 17 with a cookie and a boneless chicken with the cookie. Tuesday are always a treat because Scott is back. Thank you, boneless chicken. I appreciate that. And 17's coming for you. Thank you. 
for that cookie. So, fam, let's jump into all this because Saturday was somewhat of a shit show amongst the uh, morale and some of the people, in the, in particularly um, in, in, the, in the show and the chats. But it wasn't just here. It was all over our movement. And I was getting really, really annoyed um, with, with the things that I was seeing and the things that were being said um, among chats, on Telegram, on Truth Social, Gab, everywhere you can name it. And it's all in particular to the pit. We talked about this yesterday and last night on the vocals. As you guys know, my only gripe with the entire pit event was the opening, the two, two and a half hours. I know Cage Farmer was with me. We were getting annoyed in the beginning because it was just, it was so slow. Um, and it was just, it showed no new information. And yeah, thank you, Mermaid Q. Thank you for the three coffees. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, it didn't really provide any kind of new information. It was very slow. It was kind of very boring. I'm just like, we've watched all these like big time kind of hyped up events and the opening is usually just blah, blah. And I'm always like, hit me, hit me with the knockout punch when you guys open. I want, I want to be hit with some new information. Is that selfish? Is that because of my generation? I don't really know at this point because the thing is there's a track record. A lot of these events, the cyber symposium was a huge bust. Um, the, 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 the auditing in the uh, in Arizona went was crazy. We didn't. We were all hyping that up for a long time, and it didn't really go anywhere. Arizona never decertified. Um, it was just more showing of the uh, of the fraud that we all know existed. And then we have the pit um, that happened over the weekend. Now, after that first two and a half hours, it was really good. They showed new technology, as in apps that are going to be able to be downloaded on phones to be able to take pictures in real time of fraud. That going to sheriffs. Uh, local police with uh, ways to input evidence, your pictures, where it happened, into what they're calling a fusion center. This fusion center is going to be an open source um, place called Open.Inc., which I have right here on the screen here. Um, I don't know if it's really open yet. I think it's only by invite or they have to allow you in, obviously, because there's a lot of evil people out there trying to get in. But besides that, fam, this is mostly what was able, what they were able to stream on RSBN. Um, on Saturday. And what happened was they showed a couple of people that were selling some things and also some products that were going to be used to protect people. And what I was seeing in the chats and what I was seeing that was absolutely infuriating to me were people um, just bitching and complaining about having to learn new technology. Um, this is a big nothing burger. This is nothing but a bunch of grifting, uh, you know, patriots, the PAY. And the, the I'm just like, People are expecting a, a, a solution that a one-way solution with these events that it's going to fix everything. And this is our one-way solution. And every time people get themselves super upset and why I don't hype up these events. And I say, take it with a, take it with a breath first. Don't get overhyped. It's the same attitude that we're thinking that Trump is going to save the world and the country. If he gets back into the presidency, which he's going to, when he does get back, it's going to be glorious, and it's absolutely going to help. But I even know, guys, and I'm, no, I'm sure most of you in the chats know, that even if Trump does get in for another four years, it's not just going to fix everything. It's not realistic. It's not realistic. And this is the same thing. But my big gripe is these tools, we didn't have these tools in 2020. We didn't have these tools just a month ago. These are more tools to add to our arsenal as people, if you do want to engage, if you do want to be a part of this open source research that is now going to be publicly available to almost anybody that wants to dig in, it's going to be our own civilian intelligence agency. Think about the CIA, but it's going to be civilian, American people, patriots. It's going to be people that remain anonymous. 
these amazing diggers on the chans and that live on Telegram, people like Johnny that can research shit and dig shit in minutes. It's going to be an open source repository for all of that. And some people are just, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. They called it a grift. They called it all this other bullshit. And, you know, I got into it with a couple of people and it's really, it's really unfortunate. It's really unfortunate because at the same time, it's like, what else, what other solutions are you offering up? Because if you're, if you're just going to bitch and moan about, well, it wasn't really what I expected it to be or calling it a nothing burger. I'm going to explain to you guys why they did it the way they did. Was it frustrating? Of course. Did we all want to see what happened? Yeah. And you guys know what, by the way, you know, RSBN is live streaming tonight. As soon as this show is over the second half that they didn't want to live stream um, during the day for safety and security reasons. So there you go. There you go. I just hate the defeatist attitude, ladies and gentlemen. The defeatist, woe is me, black pilling attitude. I can't deal with it. Can't stand it. Don't want it around my channel. If you get upset about that, don't want to watch my channel over that. I don't care. Get the fuck out. Don't care. We're here to do our work and to save our country. And if that's, if that's, you just want to roll over, roll over and die. I don't care. I don't care. Our forefathers would spit on you. That's all I know. Uh, chill. Thank you for the cookie, my friend. Handle with prayer. Thank you, my friend. And 17, thank you for the cookie, my friend. I super appreciate it. So that was basically the first half of the pit. It was uh, just new technology, new apps that are going to be coming out, new tools that we're going to be able to use. Um, they showed this here at open.inc. This is going to be the fusion center for all this information. And the real, the cool thing about it is, ladies and gentlemen, is that this is going to be able to give results and people um, to the local law enforcement and the sheriffs. This is important because at this point in our lives, fam, just like we have created what Pilled and Foxhole and so many, like with Truth Social and all these other new ways of, of communicating and getting our message out, we are bypassing all of the gatekeepers. And what, what Craig and Catherine are, Greg and Catherine are doing is bypassing the FBI. They cannot be trusted. The Fed boys cannot be trusted. So guess what? We, the people, are going to be able to give direct evidence to our local law enforcement and sheriffs. And if they do not do anything, then guess what? We know we have a local uh, police department or sheriffs to call out and to get new sheriffs in as well. This is going to take time, fam. It's going to take work. We are on the ground floor right now of all this. And we're going to be able to test this out and see how this goes in 2022 for the midterms. With all the information that's being given here, they're giving all of us access to every single camera that's out there on all the drop boxes. We're going to be able to dig on these people, who they are. And on top of it, the shell companies and all the, and all the other stuff that goes along with this stuff, as far as the people that are giving money to the mules, all of this stuff is going to be on this website. And it's so much information. They can't just roll it out and just vomit it all over to the people because if you don't do it the right way, it can negate the effect and the widespread influence that it could possibly have. And that's the last thing we want. We want maximum effect. We want maximum damage when putting this stuff out. So I want to get into this because there was a story that was told and why. Why they had to cut off the stream and the reason why Greg and Catherine needed to do the pit and the ripcord the way they did. 
And by the way, I just want to put this out there. I want this for the record. Comparing this to the cyber symposium, the cyber symposium was a bust. This is nowhere near a bust as far as an event. This is what happened. This was put out by Greg Phillips' son here, Taylor Phillips, who works on his team. This is why Greg and Catherine decided to do this and bypass the, uh, the FBI because they found something that gave them humongous chills, fear. This is the part of the pit that everyone missed. Greg and Catherine stumble onto a voting software used to coordinate elections was left with a default password on a database. Greg and Catherine research team discovered sensitive info on election workers, etc., on the server. Bank account information, kids' names, social security numbers. Where they screwed up, and they admitted they screwed this up, and in the, in the moment, they didn't know what else to do with it because it was so damning. They went and took this to the FBI. They took all their open source information to the FBI. The server lives in China on a backbone, and by the way, not just in anywhere in China, in fucking Wuhan, China. That is where they were able to find this information of 1.8 million poll workers. And guess what? They're not Democrats. They're MAGA. They're Republicans. The feds then labeled it a national security risk, and then they investigate, and then they turned on Greg and Catherine. They are now sitting on an active and ongoing China national security breach, and this is what was not reported on that second half. This is where the live stream ended. We all found this out uh, yesterday or somewhere throughout the weekend. So Greg and Catherine found out. Remember, guys, the cyber and symposium was supposed to give us the smoking gun of the PCAPs, remember? The direct link to China. That is what we were all waiting for, right? And it was a big nothing burger. There was nothing that really came out of it. That whole entire event was infiltrated, and that's not, that's not Mike Lindell's fault. Mike Lindell is a full-blown patriot. I trust Mike. He's one of the few that I wholeheartedly trust. What happened here was... They found this information and they were, they, were, they were fearful because if they have this information, they're collecting this information, why would they be doing this? You can only think, guys, for pressure, for blackmail, um, for bribery, whatever it is. And this goes to a server linked to China out in Wuhan. When they brought it to the Fed boys, the Fed boys looked at it. They said, yep, this is a national security breach. And then they went and turned on Greg and Catherine and said, you guys must have hacked this information. How else did you get it? And now they're going after Greg and Catherine. Now they're in the middle of an investigation. And on top of that, they said, my life's, my life's at risk. Catherine's life's at risk. And people that are on these databases could also be at risk. That was the rumor, but this was all confirmed, and it's true. And CD Media was the first uh, to publish something on this, and it says the true the vote releases information given to FBI months ago. China has information on 1.8 million U.S. election workers on a server in Wuhan. This information was released that true the vote many months ago stumbled upon a server in China, which, when you think about it, with all the stuff with the the coronavirus, and now this. A lot of roads lead to the Ukraine, to the Azov Battalion in Zelensky, and a lot of roads also lead to Wuhan, China. That's not a coincidence. The data was then brought to the FBI, which has uh, so far done nothing with it, and Catherine and Greg told the audience they are now a target of the FBI investigation over this issue, and CD Media will report more information as it can be verified. But this is why when I look at people getting upset, getting pissed off, calling it a grift, and all this other nonsense. And it wasn't just a few people. This was all over the place, fam. 
all of our Telegram, people bitching and complaining. I'm just like, people's lives are on the balance here. We don't know all the details. And I understand why people could be upset. They get hyped up, and if they don't get that, that, that copium hit, they call it a nothing burger and throw their hands up and say, fuck it, whatever, we give up, and they move on. Well, when people's lives are in the balance like this, this is a whole different level. And this information coming out, I could understand why people may be fearful and not going to be a poll worker, but I can tell you guys right now, just like how we're going to overwhelm the fraud, overwhelm the cheat, I say, fuck the CCP, fuck China. Go out and have overwhelming numbers of poll workers. Let them fill up their fucking databases. Let them give these the, the CCP a gigantic middle finger and say, fuck you. You are not going to influence our elections. That is what I that is how I feel about this. And again, a lot of people ask me, Scott, why didn't you go? When it comes to events like this and things like this, I have to put my family first. And unfortunately, when I read information like this, guys, I've been in the middle. I've been on probably a dozen Media Matters articles in the past three or four years. I'm on some list somewhere. I don't know if it's the CCP, but my wife already worries when I leave to go out anywhere, just if it's a couple minutes down the road. But this is real. This is irregular warfare. This is this shit's happening. This shit's happening. And for me, if I didn't have if I didn't have a family, I would have no problem, no problem going out there being fuck you CCP and going out there and doing doing the work. And I'm encouraging all of you as well if you if you feel compelled to do local your local elections, overwhelm them. Tell China, fuck off. Because that is the way forward. But it's crazy that this information was coming out. So that's where we were left off on. And the rest of the information, we're going to dig into it right now because the information that was given, Greg and Greg and Catherine are asking this community, this amazing, amazing movement. They need help. And they, they're naming names as far as companies and connections that are literally making code in machines and switching votes and altering our elections. And the first one here that was given out that is being actively dug on right now is called Connect. This is from Kane Koa's Substack, and this is where we're going to go into, and then we're going to get into Johnny's digs that we have here. I want you guys to read this. Connect Inc. was the creator of the poll chief software used by thousands of election offices across North America, built by ChineseBrief.com for the Confucius Institute. Connect Inc., an American election technology company founded in 2002 based in Okemos outside of East Lansing, Michigan, previously built ChineseBrief.com in a unique interactive communication platform and Chinese language learning tool for the Confucius Institute, according to the company's Facebook page and an archived Michigan State University's Confucius Institute webpage. And according to Connect's website, the company's, quote, poll chief software products which include the election worker management system, asset management system, and help desk are used by thousands of election offices across North America. Their software helps manage the poll workers, polling locations, um, and on and on. And they do this in U.S., Canada, and Australia. And in December of 2006, the company posts on their Facebook page, Confucius Institute of Michigan State University has reached an agreement with Connect Inc., 
to build ChineseBrief.com, a unique interactive communication platform and Chinese language learning tool. And I think this is probably off a Facebook post here, right off their Facebook. In February of 2007, an archived webpage of the Michigan State University's Confucius Institute announced the Confucius Institute recently signed an agreement with Okemos Michigan-based company Connect to offer daily three to five minute Mandarin lessons delivered to your phone. The phone casts are sent based on a schedule set up by the user with an online interface. The service will be initially free for a limited time. Registration for the service will be available soon. But it's all fucking CCP Chinese shit all injected throughout this. And we've always had, we don't have the smoking gun yet. This is actively being worked on right now, fam. Right now it's being investigated by all of us. On May 19, 2020, article published by, uh, by in Queensland explained that the Queensland Department of Housing and Public Works conceded it had been uh, a different, a difficult few years after the failure of the election reporting system. And this is Queensland, Australia. Digital news company stated that, quote, count reporting problems on election night were partly the result of a new computer system not being tested as planned because of, quote, coding resources were locked down in Wuhan. Think about all of the issues we had with the machines, ladies and gentlemen, in Georgia, especially. Think about Georgia. Georgia is a breeding ground for this shit. And we had we had numbers switch, the vote switching, the up, the system just went down. And it's always the same bullshit excuses. This was coming out of elections in Australia. And it went down because of coding resources were also locked down in Wuhan. Everything's going back to Wuhan. The Queensland Chief Digital Officer, Chris Feichner, said the delivery of the project was further impacted in the final development and the bug fixing stages during January and February as most of the coding resources were based in Wuhan, China and were negatively impacted by the COVID-19 lockdown. And it goes into more how the the Premier was asking why foreign-owned company Connect was given an important contract to produce the software to administer Queensland's elections using China-based coders over every Queensland coding firm. This Connect company opted to bypass Australia's own coders and opted to use the ones out of China. That is a revelation. This is more sauce, ladies and gentlemen, without a doubt. Without a doubt. And this goes into more of some sauce here between representatives from Konak um, and talks with the premier, all sketchy stuff. And this is the president and CEO. According to his LinkedIn, Eugene Yu, the CEO of Konak Incorporated, graduated from Zhejiang University in Zhejiang, China, with a bachelor's degree in 1982 and his MBA. He is a native Chinese and English speaker. And this is where we're going to get into him right now and this company. In October 26, 2018, the article written in the West Australian entitling, quote, hacking over new software management system at Queensland Electoral Commission says, you has acknowledged that he uses a team of software developers in China for his election. Shout out to Kane Koa. And this is the website, ladies and gentlemen. And this is uh, the team that Mr. Yu was talking about here. This is directly from Connect here. And John, I think it was Johnny that sent me this picture. This is the team of developers, and they would look exactly what you think. They look like soy boy and soy girl cock faces that would have no problem um, bypassing elections and completely um, committing fraud, right? 
allegedly. This is all allegedly, right? We're not looking for a, any defamation lawsuits. And by the way, these guys have sued for defamation just from almost anybody talking smack about them. But this is here. This is their website. This is, the, uh, this is their Connect's home website. And as you can see here, Eugene Yu is the founder and the president. Now, for all my Georgia, for all my Georgia um, patriots out there that listen to this show, um, this is where Johnny comes in. Johnny um, recorded this, and you can clearly tell it's his voice, and I want to give him another shout-out. He sent this to me, and he, this is why I'm saying the diggers and the people that we have that work with us and that it would either give me this, let me play this on their show, helps amplify their message. So again, guys, Johnny's probably in the chat still. Everyone give him some love. I'm about to play you the video that he sent me, and there's interesting connections between Connect and also Georgia, particularly Raffensburger. Everyone don't be shocked at the same time. I'm going to show you right now. Spaz, think of the can. Call it what you want. I call it winning. This is why we love you, Spaz. More metal fucking Spaz. Love you, bro. Oklahoma Bob with the shades. Tell us how you really feel. Sean Joe with a cookie. And River Pike with a cookie. CCP can suck it. Essay with a cookie. And in with a cookie. Incredible work, Johnny. I'm about to show you now. Just want to make sure we're covered over on the Rumble. Absolutely great. Thank you guys so much. Hope you guys are ready for this video. Um, this is where the uh, the true researchers are. Take a watch. And this is Johnny's video. It's, about, it's two minutes and 45 seconds. Here we go. So, doing some digging. I was wondering why there were two Eugene U's, but the Republican that ran against Jake Evans in District 6 uses the Chinese spelling of U, which is Y-U, which is similar to the Eugene U, who is of Chinese descent, who's involved with Connect or Connect, however they enunciate it. So, doing a little bit further research, like, why would a Korean gentleman use the Chinese spelling of a surname. Is there a connection there? Well, then I found the website with Brad, I'm sorry, with Brian Kemp. Then I decided to look a little bit deeper into Connect. So let's check this out. Third search engine down. Third choice, I should say. Connect Inc., Why it was re-registered, registration updated in 510 of 2022. Georgia Secretary of State. Business registration. Who's the Georgia Secretary of State right now? Hmm. Now we notice that they've been revoked, was listed as revoked, and there's the file number. Then, it looks like they transferred to Michigan. They have two contacts, which is Eugene Yu and Bruce Vanderberg, who we're going to be looking into next, I'm sure. Here's the interesting thing. Revoke status, filed in 2015, registered agent in Roswell, Georgia. Then, all of a sudden... They go to Michigan, governing agency, Georgia, Secretary of State, company contacts, Bruce Vanderberg, who is a secretary, Eugene Yu, takes role of CFO and CEO. Really interested in who this gentleman is now. 
Very interesting. We'll have to look into him a little bit more. But what I find really, really interesting of all this here is the connection to Brad Raffensperger. Dasting. Very interesting. Very interesting. Guys, we were going nuts. Going absolutely nuts with Raffensperger and the cuck faces. Kemp over in Georgia and having all... we, we Guys, we broke down all those ties that they have with communist China. All those ties. And there's also ties with this now Michigan Company Connect being involved with Georgia. Also at the same time, the Secretary of State, that Raffensperger was the man the entire time. More and more connections. And the other connection that Johnny made me aware of was the fact that there's another company here that Eugene here is is also linked to, and it's called Votum. Votum Core, and this comes from a site called Crunchbase. And when you go and you go and look in here, you break down some information, you find out what, what this is all what this is all about. This is uh they're a blockchain-based mobile voting platform. And this also has connections to Mr. Uh, Mr. Yu here. And also, Votum Corporation was acquired by Everyone Counts for an undisclosed amount. And when you look at their website, <laughs> it's so, it is so sketchy. This is, uh, this is Votum here. This is their website. Accessible, secure, transparent, and, au- and audible elections. Easy to vote and nearly, and nearly impossible to cheat. Voto's mission is to make voting easier, faster, and more accessible to enhance voter confidence and engagement. Cast Iron offers government and non-government bodies the software and services to serve their voters better. Voting for a mobile world. Your votes are on the go, so your elections need to meet them where they are, in the office, at home, at the beach, and on, and on the go. Cast Iron, our patented online voting platform, allows your voters to easily and securely engage with your election so that you can maximize voter turnout and engagement. No more contested elections. Look at the wording here. No more contested elections built for the losers. Look at this. The candidates that don't win are the ones that generally contest elections. We provide a level of transparency and uh, verifiability that enhances confidence in the results. Provide all your stakeholders. Look at this. Provide all your stakeholders, election bodies, candidates, voters, and external, external observers with the data transparency and individual verifiability to be confident in the election outcome. Oh my God. Online voting and fully managed elections. You can rest easy because we provide end-to-end election service, including election setup, logic and accuracy testing, custom design, and all this other garbage, remote or on-site, safe and secure. And when you look at who they're affiliated with, you see that they're definitely, definitely involved down in Alabama. This is the city, uh, I think that's the, yeah, Alabama down here. Alabama Great Seal, Destination DC, and a bunch of other affiliations here. And it's just insane when you look at all of the connections that are associated with some of these companies. And now the Patriots have just started digging on this stuff. They've just recently started digging and this is what they've come up so far. And the thing is, what I think is going on here is that these companies are actually shell companies 
They're just fronts. They're just fronts. And all they're doing is they're pretending to be, they're, they're offering these solutions. They're being the software company, but they are opening doors. They're actual open doors to allow what I think allegedly CCP China to be coming in and having access to all of this information in real time and being able to manipulate it also in real time. And the thing is, the authority put this out there on True Social saying, hashtag connect. A detailed technical diagram below shows devices at polling locations need only to be connected to the internet and that connect will provide the backend structure of servers and hosting. The diagram below shows the flow of data from the smartphones and laptops and tablets, the Microsoft cloud, and it gives the diagram here. This is all the information that Catherine and Greg now have given us access to. So I guess it was just a huge grift, right? Just a shill fest, nothing burger, right? Unbelievable. For Connect, we design our hardware to take inputs coming from laptops, keyboards, smartphones, tablets, and our uh, barcode scanners. The backend structure of servers and hosting is provided by us. And remember what I just showed you guys from Kane Koa's Substack, they prefer to have the Chinese coders over the actual government election worker coders, and that's all by design. It's all by design. And Brian Cates responded here, and this is, in other words, it's a wide open door. And whoever, and whoever is in control of the black end has a wide open door to not just surveilling county elections in real time, but they would also have the capability to inject things in the election data stream. And that's what I missed, Johnny. I knew I missed something. Johnny says, check out Votum. You owns it too. I did a dig in their senior programmer. So the guy that owns... Or the guy that's the CEO, founder and president of Connect is also is also the owner of Votum, which I just showed you as well. And this is the information that Johnny um, provided me today, guys. And this is where things are at. So the people that are calling the, the pit a nothing burger, it's all bullshit. I'm not the best digger um, around, but I, I'm, I'm decent. I'm decent. And I can do, I can do a relatively good job. But now... The entire movement is working on this, and that's because of Greg and Catherine and this information that's out there. And it's just begun, fam. It's just fucking begun. Because this goes much deeper than just showing up and voting now. This is going to be accelerated to people now that are going to be taking responsibility for their local elections. And the CCP knows that. This is why, ladies and gentlemen, for decades now, this has been being set up. These countries that want to bring us to our knees, that want to end this great experiment... No, they cannot defeat us in warfare, kinetic warfare. So this is how they've been doing it. By infiltrating from the top down all the way to our local elections, banking on that we the people are going to be apathetic again and just sleep on this until we're all up in cages and that's where we're all at learning fucking Chinese. That's where things are going. But now that we are aware, ladies and gentlemen, we are aware of their map, how they work, their mules, how all this plays out. We have their game plan now. And this should now encourage all of you, if you do want to get involved to be a poll worker, now you have all the motivation in the world and we're also going to have tools to report fraud in real time. We're going to have to see all this plays out, but this is where things are heading. And I hope you guys are ready for it. And this is why I get so pissed off with defeatist bullshit attitudes about events like this when it actually, in actuality, it did provide a lot of uh, new stuff and context and tools that we are all going to be able to use now. 
I don't know about you guys, but that sounds like a shit ton of winning in my book. No doubt about it. Thank you, Retired Jedi, for the cookie. We're going to begin to some Obi-Wan references. Uh, Retired Jedi at the end of the show with Liz Cheney. Excuse me. I drank nothing but water today. Still got hiccups. Thank you for the cookie. Still lurking. <gasps> Still looks out with a can and filled it all with a cookie, but the machines are not supposed to be connected to the internet. That's that's what we were told, right? Cookies! And Cage, that's it. The pit was definitely not a nothing burger. It just started slow. It got really good right before they cut it off. And yeah, people were upset about it, but you know, we found out after while, afterwards it's all about that safety. Thank you, Hope you Girl of the Three Coffees. Just joined the Woke Society's fam bam. Thank you, Scott, for always keeping it real. Keep fighting on the MAGA peace and love. Thank you, Hope you Girl, for those three coffees. I super appreciate that. Let's transition here, fam, to what's going on with Trump and this saga that is now the Trump versus the FBI and, uh, and, <laughs> and Merrick Garland here. This is from the post-millennial. The Biden administration, we were supposed to be able to find out yesterday if they were going to release the affidavit the Biden administration and the government, the DOJ, had a suggestion to the judge and said, listen, we are suggesting that you don't show the affidavit. And that's they're, now they're telling the judge, do not unseal it. Don't unseal it. And are we all surprised? Nope. Not at all. The Justice Department requested on Monday that a Florida judge keep the affidavit sealed concerning the warrant that led to the FBI's August 8th raid on Trump's estate at Mar-a-Lago. According to New York One, Merrick Garland's Justice Department wants to keep the affidavit portion sealed, quote, to protect the integrity of an ongoing law enforcement investigation that implicates national security. You know what they're doing, guys? They're delaying everything because they are actively creating the crime behind the scenes for Trump right now. This is all going towards a Trump indictment. Does that mean Trump's going to be actually in jail? No, but guys, I can tell you right now, these people are slobbering for even if it was five minutes, slobbering and yearning for the day that they see handcuffs on Trump, the former president, to try to send a message. This is, this is way bigger than Trump, guys. Way bigger than Trump. They're sending a message to all of his following as well. It says the affidavit is the inciting incident of the warrant. And it's as it's party, as it is a party's written oath or statement under penalty of perjury, quote, information about witnesses is particularly sensitive given the high profile nature of this matter and the risk that the revelation of witness identities would impact their willingness to cooperate with the investigation. It's all bullshit. It is all bullshit. And guys, they, 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 as far as the amount of uh, affidavits that are revealed in that district, the Southern District of Florida, the majority of them are always released to the public. And Viva Frey put it out the best here that I could find. This is the tweet that he put out here. Justice Department doesn't want to release the affidavit in support of the warrant because they now need to, quote, find a crime for indictment that wasn't in any way detailed in the affidavit for the warrant. And, quote, you bring me the, you bring me the man, I'll find you the crime. Laverenti La- 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 Berea. Absolutely on fire. That's where this is going. There's no doubt about it. And the weird part about this is, guys, with the FBI, there's not just there wasn't just one search warrant. There's all there's two search warrants. This is your sauce. I find this interesting because I'm wondering 
I've always wondered if this is going to have something to do with January 6th. Are they going to try to tie it to January 6th because it was a big nothing burger? You want to talk about nothing burgers? January 6th was a gigantic nothing burger. Cases assigned referred by Reinhardt. This is the judge that gave the approval for the, uh, for the raid. United States versus the sealed search warrant. There's the regular one. And then there was another one here for telephone records. And people that know this kind of stuff, that are acquainted with this stuff, that actually worked in the FBI, saw on True Social saying that when this comes out, this usually speaks of a, a silent uh, a raid. Uh, not a raid. A um, Damn it, I just had the word. A sting operation. A sting operation. And we were wondering, is there somebody inside uh, Mar-a-Lago that would have leaked this? Because they needed something to go off of, or maybe they didn't. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they were just bullshitting this entire thing and made up the entire thing. Would not surprise me either way. But just like when Merrick Garland took 40 minutes to come out to speak to the nation about what this was all about, Merrick Garland, remember, this is supposed to be about fucking nukes, right? Super national security stuff. You know, whatever Trump's holding on to, it can, it can wreak havoc. It can destroy the, you know, the country, destroy the world. We found out today that uh, Merrick Garland reportedly waited weeks to sign off on the FBI's Trump raid. You want to know why they're waiting for weeks, ladies and gentlemen, is because they were coming up with the crimes and creating this entire thing right now. And they were waiting and they were waiting. They're like, damn it, this is going to be huge. This is unprecedented. When are we going to pull the trigger on this? Do we pull the trigger on this? And this is where it went. They waited weeks. Garland waited weeks. And now he faces a more momentous decision that will further sharpen already unprecedented and politically fraught situation. And things are getting heated, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to show you right now. Uh, Liberty Bells, thank you for the cookie. Love this show. Thank you. Thank you, Liberty Bells. Donkey Punch the Cookie. China is asshole. You're right, my friend. Fuck the CCP. And Piss Van Tickle the Cookie. Here's a Garland cookie and a slingshot so you can fire it straight at Garland's puckered uh, sphincter. Thank you, uh, Piss Van Tingle, but it probably has monkey aid, so we have plenty of targets, my friend. Thank you. River Pipe with a cookie. We need to see Scott do the dance video. What dance video? What? How did, what? What are you talking about, River Pike? What are you talking about? And Maggie May with the shades. Thank you so much. And Johnny sent me the uh, a cookie. Part of the affidavit is a hit piece from the New York Times. Oh, by Maggie Haberman. What a surprise. A fucking Times hit piece is part of... <laughs> oh, my God. <gasps> You, you can't make this shit up. You really can't make this shit up. And the biggest the biggest garbage pile of dog shit that they've sent now um, to the people by the corporate media was the fact that Trump was railing. Trump, if you guys haven't been paying attention, Trump has been very active on True Social, saying that this has only helped him and his polling numbers, particularly among independents, has skyrocketed. They have turned Trump into a martyr. And by now, fam, we're in 2022. We have been listening, but nothing but Trump, orange man, bad. And now the message has gone completely bunk. It's we're all desensitized to it. Just like we're all desensitized to be calling racist, domestic terrorist, even the independent voters in the majority of the country at this point, guys, you have to understand it is we have been desensitized to orange man, bad, and it's completely backfired. And Trump has made that apparent. His poll numbers are skyrocketing now more than they already were before. You want to talk about Red Tsunami, fam? It is coming. It's coming. Faster than Kamala Harris. It's going to be insane. And the newest dog shit pilot they gave us was Trump was yelling about how the FBI took his passports. The passports were not included in the search warrant. 
Why do they do it? To intimidate, to say, fuck you, Trump. We will do whatever we please to you. And you know what the corporate media did? Corporate media said uh, they lied. Trump never did it. And then they backtracked. Taylor Budowicz, almost sounds like kind of Budigay, put this tweet out. This is how fake news works, folks. Biden admin actively feeds half-truths and lies that the media willingly amplifies, advancing a partisan narrative to attack Trump. At Nor O'Donnell, did your quote source read you this email? Did you even bother asking if they indeed seized his passports? And <laughs> this was an email about the source and the uh, in the passports saying, Jim, even in Jim, we have learned that the filter agents did seize three passports under President Trump. Two expired and one being his active diplomatic passport. We are returning them and they will be readily available for pickup at 2 p.m. today. I'm traveling, but you can coordinate further with Quote, copied above. Thanks, Jay. And this cunt here was putting it out all over the place. 41,000 likes. According to a DOJ official, the FBI is not in possession of former Trump's passports, which they were. And oh, by the way, this, this, is, is, this is what you would call her type of, quote, correction. We are also learning tonight that if any items not contained in the warrant were retrieved during the FBI search uh, at Mar-a-Lago, they will be returned. And there it is. None of you are surprised by this. None of you are surprised by this. But obviously, it's a complete overreach. It's just completely shitting on laws, breaking precedent. And fam, I can tell you right now, now that this door is open, it's going to go boomerang and back. And it's funny because Peter Strzok, of all people, were on CNN talking shit about Trump, talking, you know, just completely sucking the FBI dick, completely sucking it. And Peter Strzok put this tweet out saying, please, oh, please keep asking how you can turn down the temperature in the country. And why does he have two passports? And this is what he said. The Russian passport, of course, is kept in a vault at the Yasenovo and only swapped out at a third country meet. So it can't be that one. So Peter Strzok, the treasonous scum fuck that we all know who we all know who he is. Trump said there was three passports. Two of them were expired and one was for his diplomatic purposes. But Peter wants to sit here and tell his audience and on Twitter that it's, you know, it's the passport to, for his, uh, his buddy out in uh, Russia, Vladimir Putin. It's disgusting. And now things have gotten to a point where Trump is actually for the first time ever calling. He, he's never done this before calling for a cool down of all the events that have happened here. A complete cool down. Never seen Trump do that before. And now Trump, one of his family members, according here to Becker News, is threatening he's going to be absolutely releasing surveillance tapes of the FBI in the Mar-a-Lago raid. And I hope in his next rally, whatever it is, Trump's going to blast that shit out there. I hope he blasts that shit out there. I want to see the footage. I want to see them going through Melania's clothes. I want to see him ripping through Trump's shit. I would love to see it. I don't know if he will, but the family member is doing it. And even Adam Schiff. This is how bad things are. The Adam Schiff doesn't even know questions. Saying, I don't know why the FBI waited so long. I don't know why Merrick Garland waited so long. But no, we, don't, we don't care about those details. We don't need to know about that. Here's Watermelon Head. So if there were truly materials of this classification level and it's been publicly reported elsewhere that there were 
materials related to nuclear programs, for example, if there was that sensitive level of information being held, why did Justice Department officials wait 18 months after the end of the Trump presidency? What changed that made this immediate? Uh, I don't know, uh, but it, uh, if... Uh, I don't know, uh, but it, uh, if uh, the Trump people represented that they provided all the classified or national security information and didn't. You guys don't need to hear the rest of shitheads. Uh, you don't need to hear anything else from him. It's absolutely garbage. It's absolute garbage. The FBI's guys, as you know, we talked about this all last week. Their reputation is shot. And um, I saw this picture. Uh, Mark, the Canadian, sent this to me. I, I might have seen this before. But the reputation as far as the pipe bombs, Ray Epps, it's all gone to shit. And I, and I was like, if there was ever a pipe bomb that the FBI would lay down, it would absolutely be this one. And this is a, uh, if you guys don't know what this is, this is what is called a fleshlight. It's a male sex toy that, you know, dudes put their dongs in. And none of this makes sense. It's got batteries attached to a, a watch here with some wires. And a grenade inside of the uh, <laughs> of the flashlight itself. Absolutely hilarious, hilarious. And the thing is, it's so tarnished at this point. This clip of of uh, Matt Gates talking to Cheryl Atkinson here, who was targeted relentlessly during the Obama Obama at administrations. She is seen here next to James O'Keefe talking about a situation in which possibly or attempted, just listen to the quote about the FBI planting child porn on her husband's computer, which by the way, they also have a daughter. Watch this. Are too long to be able to clear those matters up. May may I say um, one little reported facet of my case is one of the federal agents involved in one of the operations against me said that they intended to plant child porn in my husband's computer. This is the FBI. There's been a case um, that's currently in litigation unrelated in which an FBI agent has testified that they did that. They have done that. It was not accomplished in my case. I guess the, the curtain was drawn on that facet of the operation prior to them doing it. But imagine how you ever get out of that. How you, they, they knew we had a young daughter at home and had allegedly conspired to do that. How sick is that? This is what we're dealing with, guys. This is what we're dealing with. And one other quick side note for all of uh, my cures out there that still follow along with that stuff. I remember this in the Q days. This is crazy. You guys know how there's an ongoing lawsuit between Trump against Hillary Clinton, Comey, Andrew uh, Strzok, Lisa Page, all those, all those players, the Spygate players, right? Remember the uh, remember how um, in in Horowitz, Horowitz's report, how the name Comey wasn't in the report, but it was it was switched. It was uh, it was corny, C O R N E Y. Remember that? And all the references, there's there's almost there's no references to James Comey, who we know was the director of the FBI at the point that was hugely involved with uh, with with spying on Trump and setting him up. The name Corny was installed into it. You guys remember all this from years ago? In the new lawsuit that's out now, just something that Tracy Beans wanted to point out here. This is crazy. It's also the same thing here. When you scroll down here, you see uh, 
James James uh, substitute as defendant for James James Corny. Same thing again. This is still an ongoing lawsuit. Very interesting. Extremely interesting. So guys, if you didn't know, if you didn't know, the Inflation Reduction Act, a.k.a. we're going to sick 86,000 new IRS agents onto the middle class to wage war against you. And by the way, we'll shoot, we'll shoot and kill you if we have to. Um, that was signed today, and this was the scene of what that looked like. Yo, it's now law. This guy's career just ended. (laughs) He throws his mask on. I hope you guys are good with overtime tonight because we're definitely going over. There's no doubt about it. And when the edibles kick in, it's always that face that. So Joe Biden was on a vacation with his family and his pedophile son. um, And they come back and that's, this is the first thing that he does. He comes back and, um, and this is what he does. Just completely breaks the biggest promise that he said was not going to be raising the taxes of anybody. And he does it fucking clown show establishment politicians guys. And this is people wonder why so many people want Trump back. Johnny says with a cookie. Thank you, friend. The glow fags probably wore uh, wore Melania's drawers. You already know they did Johnny. There's no doubt about it. Fox Hill with a cookie. Thank you, friend. Fill it all with a can 7 PM. RSBN will be airing the pit afternoon session. Not shown before. Yep. That is correct. And Johnny with a cookie, probably smelling Trump's drawers. Top fucking glow jobs. <laughs> and Grammar Pyro with a cookie. Thank you, friend. And Fox Hill me a cookie. Next time my wife catches porn on my laptop, I'm going to blame the FBI. <laughs> I love it. And Fuji Cash. Mansion better kiss his ass goodbye. Exactly. Exactly. Mansion is done. Done. And CNN just cannot put it together, ladies and gentlemen. Why so many people are upset about the government? About the FBI, the bootlickers seething over criticism of their overlords. Here's Potato Head here in this amazing clip. Take a watch. The House passing that historic climate bill, the Inflation Reduction Act. One of the components of the bill is a lot more funding for the IRS to hire tens of thousands of more IRS agents in order to try to make sure people are paying how much they're supposed to pay. What was that called on the right? It was called a terrifying overreach by the government. The reason I'm bringing it up is... Mm -hmm. Let's just just call it what it is. MAGA media's hatred of government is reaching a new high. When you have a combination of these FBI stories and the IRS getting a lot more funding, this is a new peak in terms of that anti-government sentiment. Your boot, boot licker. So it's no wonder (laughs) that there's concern inside government about security and about threats. Yeah, and I mean, the, the right's always advocated for small governments. But in this case, it's... I think that particularly when you're talking about the FBI, it's not necessarily a pro-small government approach they're taking. They just want to defund the whole thing and and abolish it because it's uh, probing a political uh, figure that they happen to support. The reason I'm bringing it up is, Mm -hmm. 
let's just, let's just call it what it is. MAGA media's hatred of government is reaching a new high. No! I love it. I absolutely love it. And oh, by the way, guys, remember, this, is, this isn't this is about middle class. This is about everyone making $400,000 or more. Stephen Moore put this out here on Twitter. Republican Senator Mike Crapo, or Crapo, introduced an amendment to restrict additional IRS audits on Americans making less than $400,000. And guess what? Every Democrat in the Senate voted against it. And there you go. And by the way, guys, the recent recruiters are uh, recruitments that are coming in. This is from Thomas Massey. This is what it looks like. These are not auditions for the next Police Academy sequel. This is an actual IRS recruiting program. And uh, this is this is what uh, is coming down the, uh, the pipeline, fam. Isn't this wonderful? And on top of it, they're masked up. My God. And oh, by the way, wheelchair man here. Holding a gun, a fake gun here, an old man here, instructor. How fucking pathetic is this garbage? My God. My God. And guys, I couldn't get, I couldn't get this away. <laughs> you guys want to see a severe case of monkeypox on someone's face looks like? Too late. Already showed it. Oh, that is just nasty. And why is it on your nose, bro? Why is it on your nose? At this point, this is what Joe Biden's nose should be looking like at this. My God. Be wary, fam. Be wary. And to make sure, guys, we can cover it all in case you guys, because, you know, we don't want to get distracted, man. There's other things going on besides just this, you know? Well, guess what, Mr. I'm going to ch- double check you, dude. Tim Wood put this. Things buried by the Trump raid news cycle. FBI slash Whitmere entrapment case. It's bad. FBI failed to deliver the Hunter laptop data to Congress by the due date. Shocker. One-year anniversary of the Afghanistan disaster. Totally forgot about that. And the CDC quietly admitted that the vaccines provide no additional protection. Amazing. And fam, to bring us to the best part of the show here, Liz Cheney is going down. The corporate media over here on NBC News tried to gaslight gaslight their audience by comparing comparing Liz Cheney to Obi-Wan Kenobi. Enjoy the ear aids, ladies and gentlemen, and the eye aids here. This doesn't get much funnier than this. Here we go. So she, a recent poll, Savannah, has her down by something like 20 points, right? So you are right. This is an absolutely uphill battle. Let's stipulate that anything can happen. But right now, she will almost certainly not be able to come out ahead here. There has been a push to get Democrats to switch their party registrations and vote in this primary. But it would really take something extraordinary for that math to work out for her, to overcome this hole that she's in. It's not like there's a whole ton of Democrats in Wyoming. It's a very red state. Donald Trump beat President Biden by 40-plus points in 2020 there. So it is an uphill battle. And listen, Congresswoman Cheney knows it, Savannah. She is, I'm told, very clear-eyed about what's ahead. Well, we're talking about Wyoming, so let's use a cowboy metaphor. It does not seem like she is ready to ride off into the sunset. Seems like she's uh, raised her national profile and has political aspirations. 
Yeah, it's not the end of the road for her, right? It's the start of another one. And let me see your cowboy analogy and raise you a Star Wars analogy, because I'm told by one source that Cheney's staffers are really big fans of a recent editorial that compares her to Obi-Wan Kenobi. Okay, defeated initially, but ultimately part of the force that works to take down Darth Vader or in this analogy, Donald Trump. But I think it gives you a sense of how her team is kind of casting this as a bigger, broader almost galactic fight here. She understands how it will almost certainly cost her her seat in Congress. And yeah, there is this 2024 speculation. You talk to her about it. It may be a little premature, but Cheney Come could, on. you know, start a think tank. She could do some kind of media tour. She could join up with other anti-Trump voices. And she's not giving up the national stage, at least not right now. Think about what we're going to see next month, Savannah, the next January 6th hearing that Congresswoman Cheney will be a big part of. So she's going to stay in the spotlight. Okay, Yellowstone fans are happy. Star Wars fans are happy. Hallie Jackson, thank you. Can you imagine, fam, being in such a, a waste space to actually believe and slurp any of that garbage up? The garbage that is now Liz Cheney on her way the fuck out. That's so good, I want to watch it three more times. Yes. More, please. And one more just for good luck. Seems very Obi-Wan Kenobi-like. And they're talking as if Liz Cheney is going to be running for office in the future against Trump, possibly. Have fun with that. And it's so funny because Liz Cheney is with her, her war criminal father murderer um, on, on, on the ground on CBS News here. And before even the afternoon, she was pretty much conceding without saying she conceded. And she knows the numbers are terrible. And she says, well, this is the beginning of a future. Some kind of future. And you can see her war criminal murdering father right next to her here. Pathetic. Here's a clip. What's at stake today, Congresswoman? Well, look, I think today, uh, no matter what the outcome is, is certainly the beginning uh, of, of a battle that, that is going to continue and is going to go on. And uh, as a country, we're facing uh, very challenging and difficult times. Uh, we're facing a moment where uh, our democracy really is uh, under attack and under threat. And those of us uh, across the board, Republicans, Democrats, and Independents, who believe deeply in freedom and who care about the Constitution and the future of the country, uh, I think have an obligation to, to put that above party. Uh, and, uh, and I think that fight is clearly going to continue and clearly going to go on. Yeah. She's done. She done, fam. And by the way, Liz Cheney casted her own vote, and uh, it, was, it was pretty fitting. Uh, she said, proud to cast my ballot today. The challenges we are facing require serious leaders who will abide by their oath and uphold the Constitution no matter what. And we're going to throw that shit right in the garbage. Thank you very much. Grand old memes. Appreciate it, friend. And by the way, Adam Kissinger in such a bad place. He knows once this is over, this brand of rhino is going to be on the walls, the political walls of Trump's, of Trump's Mar-a-Lago because they are now, they are now gone. Primaried, goodbye, done. You impeached me, you're done. And it's working. Um, even even Adam crying, uh, crying Kissinger here knows we're going to a bad place. Um, look, we are standing up against evil. Liz Cheney is standing up against evil. She has fought a valiant fight. Her fight is not over regardless of what happens on Tuesday. And uh, I think it says a lot about the party if she loses. I think it says a lot about the party that we're quick to say defund the FBI and support a guy. Yep, the new party is here. MAGA is here. They are done. 
And by the way, guys, you know, you, they're going to be, I guess, the, I thought the January 6th hearings were over. Good thing for Pinata. He's going to have plenty of, uh, plenty of content come the fall because um, apparently that's when it's ramping up again. But there's some questions here, guys, that we all were dying to know. And Babylon B put it all together in a nice list for us. Enjoy. We came away from season one with several unanswered questions. So let's dig in. Where are the kangaroos? If we're going to have a kangaroo court, we want to see some kangaroos, preferably wearing boxing gloves. Will Trump turn out to be Liz Cheney's real father? It feels like the drama is building to an epic reveal, you know, because of the mask. I can't wait. Hmm, riddle me this. How does Adam Schiff hold up that giant head on his tiny little neck? Really defies the laws of physics. I'm really starting to think he's actually a deep fake. Did you notice he didn't even blink for 11 minutes straight? <laughs> Big old watermelon head. Now here's the biggest question of all. How did jet fuel melt steel beams? Speaking of defying <laughs> the laws of physics, no one has ever been able to explain this. Here's a question I've been thinking about for a while. Is Adam Kinzinger happy? Like, you know, deep down? We sure hope to one day see a genuine smile out of him. The poor little fella. He's like a lost puppy with no ears. <laughs> remember how much time the January 6th committee spent on Trump's timeline? And yet, why was there only one set of footprints in the sand? He was carrying you on the beach in his gargantuan hands. He was carrying all of us. <laughs> now here's a real stumbling block. If no one watches the January 6th hearings, did they really happen? An age-old philosophical question comes to the fore once again. And finally, the most burning question on Adam Schiff's mind. Will the hearings change anyone's mind about Trump? <laughs> no. no. Well, no, definitely not. We can't wait to see if our questions get answered when the January 6th hearings resume this fall with their Halloween spooktacular. <laughs> Let us know if there are other burning questions you're just dying to find the answer to. Ah. <laughs> is that good, Harold? Thanks. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. And this is the thing, guys. Uh, I don't even want to call us nuclear MAGA, whatever you want to call us, but um, this big dick energy that's coming now, the fact that Carrie Lake, when we have when we have the uh, the DeSantis of, of the West now, who is going to be one day Carrie Lake, the governor of Arizona, Talking like this, this is what people are rallying behind now. People that talk like us, the the middle class, the average man and women out there, um, and fuck the pronouns. Uh, this is this is absolutely great, and I love this clip. You guys probably saw it by now, but it's so good. I'm gonna play it anyways. Okay. <laughs> Don't say balls. Wait, let me think about how I want to word this. My staff always says, "Whatever you do, do not say balls." So I'm not gonna say it. That guy. has a backbone made of steel. I'll tell you what he's got. I don't know if you heard of this, but he's got BDE. Anybody know what that means? Ask your kids about it later. I call it Big DeSantis Energy. Right? He's got the same kind of BDE that President Trump has. 
And frankly, he has the same kind of BDE that we want all of our elected leaders to have. I can just see it right now. All the middle-aged ladies, such as myself, are on Google going, what does BDE mean? For the moms out there, I'm really sorry that I, I threw that out. I absolutely love it. How can you not love that? It's crazy. And the other thing I just wanted to show you guys here, uh, this other story that was kind of, uh, this woman here made a video um, and and Hetchy and Hesh, she made a lifetime movie on child sex trafficking, and she got into a car accident and she ended up burning, and some weird shit happened where she was in a body bag that she came out of it and then she was pushed back into it, and I think she died. Did you guys hear about this? Watch this shit. This is crazy. The world is a vampire. So he leaves Heche in a burning car. An impossible decision for David. I was convinced she was 100% passed away. It took dozens of firefighters and special equipment, but Heche what? survived. Wait, what? A blood sample to test whether what? she was drinking or on drugs during the crash. The woman in the home did not need medical attention, but she needs just about everything else. Neighbors have set up a GoFundMe page to help. Y'all saw that, right? Rewind this. She got out. And this is another video here of it. And we're, this is the first time we're going to see this uh, this victim. Yeah, it doesn't look that good, but yeah, it does look terrible. Um, and uh, we'll just see if maybe they're just moving him out of there or if they put him in an ambulance. That's some sort of sign, but yes. So basically the activity that we were looking for, that uh, that anxious or that quick moving, that was going Look at on. on she gets the back out. Vehicle. She oh my gets God. up. He's completely alive. What the hell? What the fuck, man? Come on. What is that? What is that? And to close out our overtime tonight, ladies and gentlemen, don't don't light cars on fire, especially don't light cars on fire like this. You don't get much more retarded. That's called fumes, baby. Oh, she got knocked out. Boom! <laughs> Come on now. Are you crazy? Unreal. Unreal. Let's get to these five rest of these donations, guys. Thomas with the cookie. What if there are 87,000 in one of us that don't pay taxes? Well, they're fucked, aren't they? Thanks, Tom, for the cookie. Sir Lorks, all the shades. Jezebel, the can. Go MAGA. Jack attack with the shades. Nothing can stop us. Nothing can stop what is coming. Let's fucking go. Thank you, friend. Sell to the can. Indict Liz Cheney. 
Hashtag Turncoat Tuesday. River Pike with a cookie. No money if you wear your dipper on your face. Thank you, River Pike. Donkey Punch with a cookie. Nothing better than to see Liz and Dick Cheney be so supportive of one another on their day of loss. Donkey Punch isn't so great. And TikToks with a can. LMAO, I have BDE. How about you? Man, I should... I should have, dude. Come on, with all the with all the dongs that I drop on a constant basis, I should be the king of BDE over here. Thank you, thank you, TikToks. I appreciate it. If you guys love my content so much and you want to get a bonus show on Monday nights, every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time, the best place to go and where I only house that is the wokefam.locals.com. This is my locals channel where you guys can sign up for that. We just had our locals live stream number 36 just last night the replay is there for everybody we got 54 likes on that bad boy amazing amazing numbers for that um you get a private telegram chat that has been absolutely on fire lately it's so much fun talking shit and uh just having a good time there guys i have new merch coming out once my brother's back from vacation i will be actively promoting that all my locals are gonna get discounts on that new merch that's coming and you're not gonna want to miss it it's absolutely fire you guys if you become a monthly or a yearly subscriber you get access to all that and you also get your names on my screen here on a scrolling board this is for you guys to show off your wokest of the woke fanhood and your absolute amazing unwavering support of my show you get all that and if you do a yearly subscription you get two free months off the entire year the best bang for your buck you can't go wrong with it thank you river pike for the cookie c blanche the can crazy bitches around with the cookie love the show thank you orianda oklahoma bob with the cookie is that a shit show or the darwin awards and wise pond bear thank you for that cookie guys i can't wait to show off um the new merch it's gonna be great it's gonna be great we're gonna figure out clothing but we got some other cool stuff that my brother's making Thirty-seven thousand gold pills on the night over on foxhole thank you guys so much over on rumble we almost reached 900 viewers tonight on a tuesday amazing fan we're going to see where all this goes for the rest of the week um saturday night we might be doing the uh, phil Galuski live stream which is going to be really fun and uh it's just gonna be nothing but laughing nothing but laughing at the most retarded grifter con artist among our movement and uh, yeah, it's gonna be fun to uh, to completely drag a groomer on top of it. It's gonna be a good time. Thank you guys. Let's push that up to thirty-eight thousand gold pills. Let's get that nice even number. Or if you want to push it to forty k, that's even better. Thank you guys uh, for the also for the coffees. Big dong energy. Thank you, Sergeant Peterson. Why didn't I think of that myself? You know what? Uh, you know, <laughs> you just gave me a great merch idea. Thank you, Sergeant Peterson. I'm gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna put that on my phone right now. Actually. Big dong energy. I love it. I absolutely love it. That is perfect. And I'm going to be saving that. Saving that right now. And the Scratchins released. Go get your gold pills, ladies and gentlemen. Go get them gold pills. Texting that one right now to my brother. Boom. That's a good one, my friend. We're gonna keep that one around. Let's see, Foxy with a cookie. Thank you, friend. Thank you so much. And the gold pill winner is going down. Going down, down, down. Amazing. 
Big Dong Energy. BDE hats incoming. I just gotta get a design for it. I got to get a design. We're gonna get one though. We're gonna get one. We're gonna get a nice, a nice big <laughs> BDE energy design. I'm all about it. I'm all about it. Thank you guys so much. That's perfect for this show. Absolutely perfect. Salty Motorhead with the chat all to himself. We have a whopping two people watching over there. That's so there's one. I'll give myself a nice fiery lake. Odyssey. It's funny. All those gold pill winners. Thank you all so, so much. You guys rock. And with that being said, fam, go support your other Foxhole content creators. Let them know that Woke Society sent you. Go donate and show them some love, too. I love you guys. I will see you all tomorrow night for another show, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Make sure you follow me on True Social, Telegram, Gab, Foxhole, and Rumble. Subscribe. Let your friends know that we're still here. Until then, I'll see you all tomorrow night. Stay safe. Stay strong. Stay woke. Good night, everybody. Cookie. Good night, guys. Chill with the phone. Thank you, brother.